0: WrestleMania, combined, from 1 to 39, you put all their total dollars they made all together, I still don't think it's going to hit the gate of WrestleMania 40. If you were to take every AEW show they've ever put on, and every WCW show they put on, and every WWF show that outside of WrestleMania, you put all that money together, I still don't think it is going to cross the gate of WrestleMania 40. Wake up this morning. Find out, I got a presale code for the two day combo tickets. I'm like, oh, you know what? Cool. I didn't think combos would be on sale until Wednesday, Thursday. Who knows, right? No know tickets go on sale Friday. They go on Ticketmaster. Jump on Ticketmaster, 2,000 people in the queue. No problem. I'm used to queues. I know how this thing works, I know how to maneuver around it. So I'm sitting there and I'm waiting. I'm waiting. Cool. I get in. First thing, I, I knew there was an issue, and I did need a presale code for the two day combo package. They just let me right through the door once I got through the queue. And I was like, "Man, that's kind of interesting." All right, I see these first level tickets typically right where we sit at. Click on it. Fifteen hundred dollars per ticket. Excuse me. One five zero zero dot zero zero. It's three of us, so for me. That ticket would be almost five thousand
1: dollars. Hey man, you got your whole family, brother.
0: (laughs) Hey, the boys ain't never been to a WrestleMania. I think forty would have been a perfect time for you to take them. (laughs) So you actually would be eclipsing five thousand dollars if you would sit normally where you would like to sit. So I'm sitting there and I'm like, okay, maybe like I did something wrong. Maybe these are all like the platinum tickets. Let me, let me, let me like revisit this. I'm looking and no, those tickets are about double what the seat prices were for WrestleMania 39. So they're going to smash every single record that they've ever probably dreamed of. And they're selling I saw a report last week that said that they were trending to have an incredible uh, ticket sales on the on-date sale, which is this Friday. And I don't know what numbers or what metrics they looked at, but yep. And I see people online, like, you know, I got my seats sitting on the, the floor, $800. And I'm just like,
1: yeah, but a you're world. like at roll like
0: 46, man. Like that's not that close to the ring. So, hey, if you guys got tickets, congrats. I am happy for you guys. Uh, I probably have to sit this one out. That's a lot of money for two nights, um, and I just don't know about getting the value. But the good thing for WWE is we know the ticket prices are going to either stay flat or they're going to continue to exceed. The marketplace. So, WrestleMania is now absolutely in the territory of Super Bowls, NBA Finals, World Series, uh, the huge college bowl games. Because that that that's a lot of money. That's a lot, a lot, a lot, a lot of money.
1: I'm gonna reserve my comments about the cost of it because I'm really upset about that, and I get really upset with the markup prices on a lot of concert tickets. But from what you tell me, a lot of it is from the aftermarket sales of them mm-hmm. yep. and it's not like the initial sales, but that right there, you are outpricing the fan. Like for real, what if I have a family of four and I don't want to be touching the, the roof?
0: That was You're a lot of people me? were saying, they were like, no, you can get, you know, 200, 300 section seats. And they are, th- those seats are very well priced. I mean, you got something that's a hundred dollars. You got something that's $200. It's just what I'm used to. I just can't. I'm not spending that type of money and sitting in the third level, the fourth level.
1: So by I comparison, it- last to uh, so thirty nine, those same second and third level seats, how much are they going for? What's the the margin there? What's the difference?
0: Um, I don't know because I didn't price those. Okay. But what I can tell you is I just jumped on real quick again, and all they have left right now, and they haven't even put any ticket on sale. On the same side as the hard cam. That'll probably go on sale come Friday. But um, all they have right now are floor seats. And those floor seats have now been moved over to uh, (laughs) $7,000. Row eight. Right across from the hard cam. $7,000. Or or you could do row 11. Here you go. $5,000 a ticket for row 11. Now and they got, uh, about. looks like they got about 20 seats. Yeah. If you don't want to do mm. row 11, you could do row 12 for, no, it's still 5,000. Last row on the floor, two-day time. Here we go. Two-day combo ticket. Last row. Here section now. F14, row 17. $3,000 per ticket. Oh, that's not bad. That's a discount. <laughs> so you figure three times <laughs> four
1: you, you, you get nosy, is $12,000. <laughs> $12, oh and you God. can see
0: Cody Rhodes finish the story. Against Roman Reigns at WrestleMania 40. Not
1: going to be able to do Roman it. Those prices. Yeah.
2: Hey, you know, it's, it's funny. When you guys get the chance to look at the video back, I, I, I want you to look at Rhodesia's expression. I'm I actually going <laughs> to expand my editing, you No know, chomps, and I'm going to zoom right in on <laughs> Rhodesia's face when Matt hits her with that price tag. So it's, it's actually it's obvious you guys haven't talked about this. So it was amazing to see the expressions. Well, but well, yeah, yeah.
0: typically the conversation is I send her a screenshot of me getting the tickets. And then she's like, Oh babe, you're so sweet, you're so awesome. She ain't getting no, she ain't get no text today Put no <laughs> screenshot. That is that ain't happening. If I decide a
1: price tag, I'd like return to sender, get your money back.
2: Hey, make sure when you do decide, because you will decide to go, you're gonna go. Uh, make sure I get that screenshot too. And I also will reply back to you, thank you, honey. <laughs>
1: <laughs> but but like so, real talk, and we can get off of it, but real talk for the price of going to WrestleMania. And again, I'm saying this from a position that I've been to WrestleManias already. Mm -hmm. So I know there's people who have never been and it's it's a bucket list item for them. But for that price of going to WrestleMania, we could go to every indie show, every WrestleCon, all meet and greets of every single wrestler, the whole weekend airplane tickets, hotel tickets, all of that for the price of WrestleMania tickets. And we can go to a viewing party for for that matter.
2: Hey, let me tell you guys right now, like my wife will whoop my ass. If I spent that much money going to WrestleMania, you know, and here's the thing, I have to take the boys to the next show. They're dying yeah. to go to another yeah. show. And as you said, I'm I'm spoiled. I I have to sit at a certain level, and paying those kind of prices for four people, and we're talking mm. about just getting into the into the show. We're not talking about you know accommodations. <laughs> you you didn't get there yet. You didn't mm-hmm. get there There's, yet. Mm-hmm. Like, right? I, I guess I might have to drive there and just sleep in the car. because,
1: <laughs> <laughs> Right? <laughs> I you guess that's up. where we can, we can save money. You show yet. up,
0: you like, all right, family. Look, we going to WrestleMania, but we ain't eating the entire weekend. So save your <laughs> energy until we get there because uh, mm-hmm. that's, that's just what it is. Not going to be able to do it. Nah, not, not this cool. time. But everybody that's going, have a hell of a time. You guys are going to enjoy it. Yes, it is still a please. bucket list item. Of course, this is a, kind of a little bit tongue-in-cheek because if you can get into the building, get into the building. And I saw a lot of that, too, is, hey, you can get into the building for, I think the cheapest ticket is $40. So a lot of people was like, hey, get in the building for $40. Bucks. That's a good deal. And it is if you are willing to sit in those spots. But I am not. So I'll be watching you guys at home. And you know what? I hope it rains. Now that I'm not going, I hope it rains. I, actually, I hope it snows. Philadelphia, you guys are sitting there in an outdoor I remember when we went to New York, MetLife, and it was cold. Oh,
1: my God. Cody, Don't bring up those yeah, memories.
0: With Kofi, yeah, when Kofi uh, beat Daniel Bryan. It was cold. It was cold out there. So hopefully y'all get like snowed on just because I'm a hater. Oh,
1: that's messed up. How
0: about that?
1: That's probably my worst WrestleMania memory ever, the after WrestleMania, and us being out there in so the rain, cold. Oh, we got stuck in a tunnel, in a and cold. we couldn't get an Uber. Oh, my, for yeah. hours. Oh, my God. That, oh. Like, to me, that just took away... From the wrestling show with me. Mm.
0: I think that, that that was the last one night mania, wasn't it? Maybe. Because remember the women didn't even go on after midnight? Yep. And I was like, whoa, this is, mm. all right, I'm over it. So as soon as uh, Becky went, I was like, all right, let's go.
1: Yep. <laughs> we just hurried up to wait in that yep. tunnel. Luckily, we were able to get into that tunnel because there were so many people who couldn't even get under the tunnel who was getting rained on. Ugh.
0: All right, let's get into it, y'all. Welcome to the TFW Podcast. That's freaking wrestling. I always say the best kept secret in wrestling podcasts because I believe it. We are at episode 57. You guys know us, the usual suspects. I am here. I am Matt. Rhodesia is here. Eshan is here. Uh, Shout out to everybody who listens and supports the pod. You guys know I always like to shout you guys out. Appreciate you guys. Let me get the plugs out the way. We'll get right into Mr. Phil Brooks. Again, we started the last pod, and I'm like, hey, he's got to be working, right? He was not working. But today, a lot more information came out than what was around on Monday. So we'll talk about that, too. Uh, But Twitter, that's FNW. If you have not followed us, follow us there. YouTube, that's Freaking Wrestling. That's where we put all of our full videos up from the pod twice a week on there for you guys to check us out. So, a lot of drama. A lot, a lot of drama. You guys all know kind of what happened. I don't even know how you guys want to start because I, I have some newer information that I trust from PW Insider. From somebody else's perspective of what happened. And it paints a completely different perspective than what people tried to run with all day Monday, when this news hit, or Sunday, I guess, uh, after the promo. And then it was news that uh, Hangman was not allowed in the building. He was barred from the building. Then it was Christopher Daniels was barred from the building. And then it was somebody else. I think, oh, uh, Dolph Ziggler's brother was Ryan. barred from the building. Mm-hmm. He couldn't. Yep, he couldn't make it in there. Um, So there was a lot. So how do you guys want to tackle this? Do you want me to give you... Would maybe the correct information first? You just want to go with what we heard all day on Monday? Like, what do you guys want?
1: Let's go in chronological order. Of okay, what so chron- we found out as fans.
0: All right, so chronological order: we heard the uh, the off air promo from CM Punk where he takes a shot at Hangman, saying that hey, all of his action figures are still hanging up in Walmart. So we heard that, and then. I don't know if it was Sunday or Monday. One of those days, and then it comes out that, hey, there's people who aren't allowed backstage at Collision. Punk throwing everybody out, like like it's the Royal Rumble. Throwing them over the top. (laughs) You get out of here. You get out of here. You get out of here. Throwing everybody out. Throwing everybody out. I guess we'll stop there. But the big piece was the Hangman promo. That was kind of like the big piece that everybody was kind of centered on. And this is the thing about Wrestling, journalism, reporting, it's so, like, fucked because you got to take what they say as gospel, but they could be completely wrong or, and this is what I believe, they are jaded because they are too close to the wrestlers, so their perception, or maybe not even perception, maybe just what they want to give to their fan base is is not right is not is inaccurate and to me that is where we are with uh dave and his group over at uh, the observer at this point his reporting to me just seems like Uh the bucks are his boys punks not and that is how i'm going to just move forward Because, once again, we'll we'll get to with the PW Insider stuff, it's like there is no way you guys could have had that information crossed like that. Just I I think it's impossible. So, Rhodesia, I know you were pretty excited. Or maybe not. I know you were upset. You were pissed off. You may have even said, like, that's why I don't like Punk or something to that effect. So maybe we'll just start with you. And then, E, give me your thoughts on – I don't know if you even saw this new report that came out earlier today. So you guys just give it to me, just all your thoughts on – now, knowing that the promo wasn't a work, there's also something to that, too. Uh, and then these people getting thrown out of the backstage area and collision. Give me give me give it all to me.
1: So we have facts and then we have speculation and speculations are you know, it's not in facts. It's when you hear reporting from this person, that person, that person, that person. I'll get into that in a moment. The fact of the matter is that he went in on Adam Page after collision. That is a fact that was completely out of line, just like I thought he was out of line at the scrum, just like I thought he was out of line on the debut of Collision when he went off on all of those people. Like, dude, they can't even retort. But because you have this platform, you can go off on them. Those are facts. I actually saw that with my own eyes, and it wasn't artificial intelligence. Now, you talk about all the other stuff, the whole him getting into Ryan Emith's face. Like, I'm a grown-ass man. Don't get him. Oh, I'm not a grown-ass man, but Me being Ryan, I'm a grown ass man. Why are you getting in my face for anything? Is it So is it one to either intimidate him and to entice him to hit him and get physical so now he can get in trouble? Or is it two to make him look like a punk? No pun intended there. But point is, like, that's just not cool. I feel as a fan from what I'm hearing from all these different outlets is that if you don't worship CM Punk and you ain't all on his jock, then he's like, fuck you. And keep Ooh. it moving. Ooh. That's that's just personally how I feel. But again, going to just the facts, the facts that I saw, if I'm going off on Adam Page, his collision reaction afterwards, and his all-out scrum or all-in scrum, whatever it was, that to me, all three of those things it was completely out of line. So I'm going to have to go off of history and those three things that you did, how can I believe that there is another side? Because this is what I actually saw with my own eyes.
2: mm. You, Rhodesia's hot. I love it. Hey, you know what, Punk? We want to smoke. Bring it. I like that. Hey, Ryan has something to say on Twitter. Face to face. Punk want to know what's up. He said, Hey, keep, keep that same energy. You want to step outside? Nah, he wanna step in the hallway. That's cool. We can do that too. We can talk like men. Hey, ain't nothing wrong with that. Because I, I I think that nowadays people are so passive aggressive and they like to say all this slick shit on Twitter and on social media. You know what? Well, back in my day, you understand, back when Big Daddy was a thug, we handled things. You know what I'm it talking never about? Happened. Like, oh yeah, all day long it used to happen out in them streets. It was cold out there too. It was hot. And uh, you know, look, hey, do we need to fight or do you want to talk? But something's gonna happen. Like, so I appreciate that he actually had that, had that energy with, uh, with all right. I hope, you know, where was Dolph at, man? Dolph gonna come through with a super kick, you know what I'm saying? Out of nowhere. He gonna come through with a super kick. Get off my brother. You know what I'm talking about? That's what I want to see, man. And look, you know, and without actually knowing the, the, the piece, cause I I ride with Dave in the, in the observer, you know, it's like, I understand like everything that Dave says is gospel in fact. So I'm pretty sure what he said was right at the time. I'm riding with you, Dave. I'm here for you. All right, give me a job. And um, also. <laughs> and also, you know, look, C. L. Punk is just out there trying to entertain the crowd. You know, he just said, well, he he, like I said, he probably went to my old Walmart. He saw the the hangman's hanging on the pegs, and he thought he had a good joke to tell. No harm, no foul. You know, I I'm I'm okay with it. But keep going, Matt. What else you got going on with this topic?
0: So we're going in chronological order. Mm-hmm. My thought on Monday night, because there was a lot of stuff, and I started because it was, it was who you're hearing certain things from and who you're not hearing certain things from. And we, at this point, kind of know the people that we can listen to in the wrestling space that have sources that you can trust on face value. And either they weren't giving us the same thing we were hearing on certain platforms that I don't really trust, or it was a lot of information out there that just was not followed up on. But what I started thinking that night was, we know collision is punk show. We know that. If, if punk, if punk's not allowed at dynamite, when the elites there,
1: Is that a thing, though?
0: Let's go with that.
1: Okay, Okay? so we're assuming that. Okay.
0: If Punk's not allowed to go there when the elite's there, shouldn't he have some say of who is backstage on Saturday's show if it could be a detriment to the show or to the talent that's there?
1: Sure, I wouldn't have a problem with that.
0: What if he has some type of clause that states that is the case? I don't know if he does.
1: But that's not my with him.
0: But when I started hearing about he's kicking this person, out, he's kicking this person. I'm like, well, maybe he's within his right to do that. Remember, we just had a conversation here a couple weeks ago about that meeting they held at Collision, the locker room, and how he looked. He was looked at as a great locker room leader. It was talked about how they want to have a, a tight knit group. They don't want to have any BS. They don't want to have any childish games being played. That was the thing just a couple weeks ago. So for me listening to all these people talk, I'm like, well that is in my opinion completely the opposite of what allegedly is happening with all this stuff. Even though I saw the hangman thing and I'm still thinking like, but why would he do that? That doesn't make sense. So, earlier today I'm going to just read I'm going to just read it verbatim. It's Give not to too long, but it's some really really good stuff here. And if me. you knew if you want me to stop at any point, stop so we can have the discourse. So it says sources within AEW confirmed to PWInsider.com this morning that Hangman Page was not removed from this past Saturday's collision taping. It was simply a case of the location of the promo being moved to a different place, which had zero to do with CM Punk. The belief is that the Punk promo after the show bled into the promo being moved by those looking to knock Punk. As we noted yesterday, Page lives in the Greensboro area, which is why the promo was going to be filmed that day. It was not a case of the company sending him on the road and then sending him home. We are also told by the same sources that Punk texted an apology to Page early Sunday morning. And that also came out on Monday from everybody that Punk sent an apology text to Page. It says, but the same source remained unaware if the two sides had conversed, just that an apology had been sent. Punk noted he was, quote, rocked, end quote, during the same post-match promo, but no one has confirmed if he was concussed during the six-man tag against the House of Black.
1: What does rocked mean? Concussed? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. or hmm Or mentally out of it? Got it, okay.
0: Yep, so what he was saying, what Punk was saying was, it, it meant to come across as a joke, not as a dig, and it didn't come across that way at all. Okay, so that's that part. Let's let's just stop and talk about the hanging yeah, man part the first. And it, okay. Yep, and then we'll get to uh, the Ryan Nemeth piece of it because I think that's also very important. And then we'll also get to the Christopher Daniels piece, which is also very important. So, okay, Punk owns. Okay, he owns that. Hey, I, I probably shouldn't have said what I said. Hey, man, that's my bad. I was trying to make a joke. It didn't come across my apologies if hangman was within the right to say go to hell dude mm-hmm. like i'm good i don't know if he did or not maybe he left him on red who knows but now hearing the piece of punk had nothing to do with page being kicked out of collision or not being allowed to go to collision what's your thoughts
1: well, I didn't know that part of it because, like I said, I don't like to try to get into the weeds of he say, she say and things that's not factual. Remember, I said, like, I need to I mm-hmm. I like to base my opinion off of what I visually saw or what I've heard physically heard. So I didn't know that he went up there, got kicked out. And then the reporting came out that no, actually, the venue changed. Is that what it, is that what you reported? No, the, lo- the
0: location where the, the location where they were taping a promo
1: was moved. Got it. I mean, I think that's kind of a coincidence for that to happen. But again, I'm not going to speculate there. Um, as far as an apology, if Punk apologized for it, I can just take the man for his word. If he you know, he said, I didn't mean it that way, it came off wrong, then thank you for being you know, man enough to say, my bad. That one was on me.
2: Man, it's a lot of drama on that little show. But yeah, hey, kudos to Punk for apologizing because that was... <laughs> You grown ass man, dog. (laughs) I get he was making a joke, but you know, I don't. Hey, if he was concussed and you know he says something that he probably wouldn't have said if he was in his right mind. Who knows, whatever it was. But hey, it's nice that the next day he realized that hey, he says something he probably shouldn't. At the end of the day, man, y'all ain't cool, right? Like you know, like y'all friends and y'all have previous beefs. It is not a great idea to make any kind of joke on sunos's behalf because at the end of the day, can can Page come back at him and give him another joke or give him, you know, give him retort in any kind of a way? Maybe, maybe mm-hmm. not. I mean, he can go back into the workers' right thing he was trying to talk about, which failed flat at the time, anyway. Um, but it just was a bad idea either way. But I don't know, guys. I mean, I I, I just feel like that's one of those things that where. You gotta exhibit some self-control, right? If he if he was like 20 something and not 40 something, I will understand. You know, even that <laughs> a concussed CM Punk, he should know, man, look, hey, punk, hey, I'm on your side, man. I'm just saying, man, look, we up there in the age, man, and we, we should be wiser and we should know how to maneuver through these uh these situations. But at the end of the day, if you want to be an ass, and hey, and sometimes it's okay to do that, especially when it's entertaining, right? You gotta own it. Like, right? right? If that was your intent is the hey I'm a slow I'm gonna throw some shade that's what you want to do with entertainment do that but at the same time we should be wise enough to not be able to make these kind of mistakes um in front of a crowd national TV wherever the case may be
0: so the the biggest thing for me out of that whole thing was how does it get leaked or mixed up oh that it wasn't no hangman wasn't barred from collision it was his promo got moved that's the biggest thing for me out of all that, because then it means that somebody either was told that or somebody was assumed that or somebody wanted to start some shit and leak that to the said people who reported that was the case. That that was my issue with that. Uh, in regard to the Ryan Nimitz situation, some one AW talent believed that him being sent home may have been. Uh, precipitated by Nemeth walking around and saying hello to everyone at the hotel before the taping, but not stopping and saying hello to CM Punk and others <laughs> Punk was with. The talent noted that several weeks ago, Punk held a locker room meeting about trying to keep the collision locker room as drama free as possible. And that with Nimick having knocked Punk on Twitter around the time he returned to the ring in Chicago for the collision premiere, that would fly in the face of that. As we noted yesterday, Punk and Nimith had a conversation after that tweet several months back, and the belief among a source close to Nimith was that the two sides were fine. However, the talent who witnessed Nimith blow off Punk and his group and blow off his in quotation marks, whether purposely or accidental, the talent could not say, stated that they could see how Nimick acting that way would set off Punk, given what he's tried to set in the collision locker room. The source commented that they weren't defending Punk, but they could understand the cause and effect there. As we reported yesterday, AEW VP Buck sent Nimitz home last Saturday, telling him he would be working Wednesdays instead.
1: (laughs) So again, the fact here is that Ryan is only now working Dynamite. That's the fact that we have here, right?
0: The fact is... Ryan sent out a uh, disrespectful tweet about CM okay. Punk being the softest man alive when he came back. They had a conversation then.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: He allegedly shows up to the hotel, speaks to everybody, but Punk and whoever Punk was with.
1: But shouldn't he have kept the same energy? If he's talking shit about him on the internet, shouldn't he? No, he, because they had they a conversation. Before, but
0: they, they squashed it. Yeah,
2: but they
1: squashed oh, it. They had a man to man conversation. Yeah. Got it, got it, got it, got yep, it. Okay.
0: They squashed it. So if you're showing up now, And you played us to the side at the hotel. And now you're in the locker room. What does that do to the energy back here? That's the facts. According to the
1: source. So facts is Ryan talk ish on the internet. And Punk is like, well, can't say what Punk said. And now he's no longer going to be on collision. He's going to be on dynamite.
0: Well, he was never on collision. So let's not do that.
1: Okay. But he was in home (laughs) for collision.
0: Fat bug just told him, Hey man, you're working Wednesdays, pal. (laughs) That's what he said. Uh, In regards to the Christopher Daniels situation, as we speculated yesterday, it is 100% a situation where since Ace Steel is not allowed at collision, Punk put his foot down and doesn't want Daniels there with the idea that when the entire backstage fight happened, Daniels was on the elite side of things. Punk obviously would want Steel backstage producing his matches, but that's not looking to happen anytime soon. So there is a... I can't even log jam that needs to be cleared as punk dug in what he wants, which is what stars do. Few readers have asked how this feeds into the whatever, 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 whatever. Um, yeah, um, so that's everything that was talked about. I don't understand why they haven't all just sat down and had a conversation like. Unless there is once again something against the law with this, or uh, something against, we gotta what be missing they, something. They all yeah. have signed. Like I, you cannot explain to me yeah. why Tony Khan has not sit these guys down and had a conversation. Then it came out, and who knows if this is accurate or not. <laughs> that after Punk cuts his <laughs> returning promo on Collision in Chicago in the first show, he comes back through Gorilla and Tony Khan gets up, clapping and starts chanting. CM Punk.
1: He's a mark for Come him. on, man. Come on, man. He's a mark for him.
0: <laughs> like, it's okay to do that if there's no beef. If, like, everything is squash and everything is kumbaya. That's crazy talk. That's crazy. So that's that. So those are the alleged facts from one source. Now, who knows? One of these sources could be FTR. And that skewed everything to Punk's way. But when I read that, I was like, see, to me, that makes sense. Well, what's that up makes with a lot more Perry sense thing? than... Oh, so the Jack Perry thing, which was separate, Jack wanted to use real glass. And Punk basically said, we don't do that here in Collision. Like, you can do that shit over in Dynamite if you want. Like, we're going to work safe here and do what we need to do. I guess the thing with that was what is not being mentioned as much is, I guess, Jack kind of threw a tantrum at the agent also. And it was spoken of of maybe Punk was also taken up for the agent. Of like, hey, no, we're not using real glass. And like, watch how you talk to blah, blah, blah. And then after this is where the edict came out that any spots that you want to do, including boom, 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 has to be cleared by the agent first. So
1: this is our Jack Perry spot because he wanted to use real glass. They had to come out with a list of things that you can't do without permission. I just
0: think it's funny that he said, you can take that shit dynamite. We don't do that shit over here.
1: Well, again, that's not a fact. That is what is hearsay. But again, even that right there, if that is true. Like, that's still divisive. Like, again, in today's world where we have social media, we're the smartest wrestling fans that probably will ever will be. Everybody knows something, right? Everybody knows something mm-hmm. in the locker room. This is unfair to Punk that he is so, everything is so transparent. You know, he is so polarized. One, though, a lot of self-inflicted, but because we are in this new age of information. So part of it I do feel like maybe is a little bit unfair to Punk but his name keep coming up yeah. so so that's what I just can't I can't wrap my mind around like okay yeah all of these different things that you said okay it could just be coming back down to it's collision is punk show and he has right completely full control of who could be there and all these situations happen because of, he don't want them there but why is it always his name why have we led we have 57 shows why well, i feel like 10 of our shows led off with something that Phil Brooks did
2: that's because somebody is. somebody needs to go ahead and Will Smith some of these people in that company. That's why. Keep my name out your mouth. Well he, is,
0: well, he is doing that. He, that's he's right. That's doing
2: it. <laughs> okay, here's the problem. And, and I told you, we talked about this because um, Matt and I, we had a a, a a good Discord back in the day when this whole Skittle Bus started with CM Punk had his little interview. I was like, man, somebody got to be backstage and got to gotta pull this stuff together man somebody has to be to keep this control in control right like i know that wwe is a big company but you very rarely hear about this type of stuff so much you heard about it back in the day maybe 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 right back with sean and brett and stuff was going on um you might have heard about it but you hear about it so much and we're getting so much first-hand, possibly second-hand information about this stuff, and we're getting it real-time. So somebody' mouth is just running. It's like mm-hmm. a faucet in that company, right? we getting details. we getting, we getting everything, right? It could be Punk leaking. It could be whoever leaking. It, but at the end of the day, somebody in that company got to get this stuff, got to pull these people together, man. Like, you know, it seems like Punk's trying to, you know, write his shipping on Collision. And At the end of the day, man, he... I don't know what the expectation is, man, but that's not your show. That's not your network. That's Tony Khan owns. That he writes those checks. Like, right? He has the answer to to Time Warner. Um, So, again, look. If Tony's not that guy, he needs to get those guys installed in that company that can enforce these guys that can enforce this information. Hey, the next person that runs their mouth, mm-hmm. fine. Uh, your push is being cut. You know, whatever it's going to be, somebody needs to go ahead and put some some checks and balances to these guys to keep their mouth shut. Somebody needs to also get to, uh, like get together and understand what the expectations are. Right. So at the end of the day, I think it's it's CM Punk's right as a, as a star of Collision to to say who he wants to work with, right. Mm-hmm. Also, it might be good for his mental too. Like, I wish I was in a position to where I can pick and choose who I interact with on a daily basis when I come to work. Right? I kind of do as a little bit. I do kind of hire, for the most part. However, you know, in that type of setting, like, why? Why can't I choose if I don't want Chris Daniels there because I, I think he's toxic? I don't like the man. Why not? If a if, hey, if if Nineveh, at the end of the day, he's another grown man. Cause he's in his thirties too. So if look, if you feel some type of way that CM Punk ran up on you and, you know, made you look like a punk and that's what you feel like, right? Then say that to that man then. Squash it when you had the chance to squash it. If you needed to fight in the moment, fight. Right? You had the opportunity to say or do whatever you need to do in that moment so you can get past it. Because at the end of the day, we men and we got to come into work. So you come into an event and it's all about networking. So if you know that this man has some pull, right? You know this man has some pull. You going to sit there and you going to forget. You ain't forget. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying you ain't forget. Mm-hmm. I'm I'm with Punk on that in, the, in in a lot of ways, right? Like you ain't forget. And guess what? If you this dude who gonna talk all this junk on Twitter, I run up on your face. You trying to deescalate? Everything's all good. And now the next time I see you, you wanna not speak and You wanna show for, to my show for work? Nah, bro. You can go take that back to Dynamite. Cause we ain't doing that on my show. He I think if, look. If he has that type of power, obviously he does. More power to him. But at the end of the day, somebody has to enforce. What's going on in that company? Somebody has to tighten that that ship up, and somebody gotta get these miles closed. Because hey, it's it's actually been interesting, right? Because I, I had some free time on my lunches. I actually took I had to a lunch um, this week, guys. I actually took a lunch. I took a whole thirty minute lunch.
1: Nice.
2: I, I was like, oh wow, this is nice to sit down and not have to worry about you know answering the email or following up with somebody. Actually get to decompress and with my phone, and not have to worry about anything for thirty minutes. It was nice. But I was, I was reading all these things. It was it made the time go by. It was so much interesting information. But I almost feel like, in a, in a lot of ways, this is the information we should have at our disposal. Right? I feel like they should be doing things that kind of uplift that show and puts it in a positive light. So, I don't, hey, Tony, I could do that for you, man. Look, you pay me enough. I'll be everybody's bad guy. You know what I'm saying? I'll come on there. I'll make making everybody mad. I'm, hey, I'm kicking there I'm finding everybody, man. I, hey, I'll be the next John Laurinaitis, but without the sex charges.
1: Mm.
0: Oh come on, man! You can't <laughs> do that. <laughs> oh well. As the world turns, we'll talk on Sunday what happened at Dynamite. Because <laughs> I am sure and that is going to be the talk of the town. Yeah, I'm sure it's going to be talking to town. All right, well, I'm done with any type of a uh, serious talk. I'm probably going to be joking through the rest of the pod. But I do got one thing I got to say, and I'm gonna throw it to you guys to talk about whatever you want to talk about, and I'll just chime in. I was a saying I used to say all the time. Rhodes heard me saying. E heard me said it. Said it a lot during Black and Gold NXT. I definitely said it the first month, month and a half. Triple H took over, headed creative on uh, WWE main roster, and it was an H we trust. So I used to say that a lot. Like, if there was ever a time I was worried about some type of storyline or something on the show, I'd just say an HB trust because I know he's going to do the right thing. I came out here on my platform and talked about it is a miscarriage of justice. How do we have the second biggest show of the year from WWE? And Becky Lynch is off the show. Trish Stratus is off the show. Rhea Ripley is off the show. How? How is that possible? That is a travesty. In H, we trust. I think Triple H had everybody kind of just come into a room a couple weeks ago. And he's like, hey, just kind of talk talk me through what your match looks like. What you guys plan on doing at SummerSlam. And I think Becky and I think Trish came in. They told him what the plan was. And he's like, you know what? Okay, kind of show me. So they go out to the ring. And they kind of go through some of the spots. And I think Triple H said, damn, you know what? We ain't got time for this match. But this is what we're going to do. We're going to put it on Raw, Trish, in your home country. And we're going to make it a big deal. Ladies leave. And I think Triple A said, what the fuck was that? Damn, we are in trouble. And then they're like, but you just told me they're going to main event. I didn't tell them they're going to main event Monday Night Raw. (laughs) I just said they're going to have their match on Monday Night Raw. And we saw the results of said conversations on this past week's Money Night Raw. And I'll be damned if they didn't have an off night. And I always talk about it. It is fine to have an off night. But whoa, buddy. In H, we trust. You put that match on SummerSlam. And I think Roman Reigns put in the best performance in the history of the business, if you compare it.
1: You got me speechless over here. I'm not going there with you.
0: Triple A said, if y'all don't get this trash-ass match out of here, I ain't putting this on the second biggest show of the year. Detroit deserves more than this. We'll give it to Winnipeg. Which, Winnipeg, you guys suck.
1: (laughs) God, dog.
0: Another bad crowd. You guys had two straight months of awesome crowds. And instead of outside, like, the first 30 minutes, it was so bad. They had to pipe in the entire main event match of, of noise.
1: That's probably what distracted them. They, they heard the energy through the television, and that's what distracted them.
0: So, uh, Trish Stratus, Becky Lynch. Thoughts?
1: Off-night. We saw it, off-night. They both are great wrestlers. Um, one's already in the Hall of Fame. The other one is a future Hall of Famer. I'm just going to leave it at that. I'm not going to judge them in any way of saying that it was trash. We all saw what happened there. It was just an off-night. I do want though this to the rubber band match to happen. I guess it's gonna be Helen or Still Cage, not Helen so, but still cage. A salad. And, a a salad. Salad still cage. Still cage. And Trish always wanted this, so and rightfully so, she should have the opportunity to do it. Um, because one, she's still in great shape after all this time and have been retired for how well how many years? Six, seven years? I don't even know how many years she's been retired for. So she deserves uh, still cage but after yeah. that I think it needs to be done I think she came back she had her hurrah her run She had it with the best person I thought they could Probably pair her up with which which was Becky Lynch And let it go let it be done
0: Yeah if you guys don't know she uh, There was a quote that came out she talked about uh, That's one of the things she's never done You know when she was working they definitely Didn't let women you know in Still cage matches there was not a hell in the cell For women to, to get involved in so This was like one of her bucket list things So it's awesome that she gets a chance now to work uh still cage match. But uh but yeah. E, uh you wanted to talk about the women's uh re-revolution, everything last week. Go ahead and put a positive spin on this one, buddy.
2: Man, Trish looked great. She looked phenomenal. Did. she right? does. She did she look does. great. And I was trying to if I wanted to say this, because I feel like I should say it as a man, but man, like she mm, I'm not gonna say it. Cause my wife might listen to this and I don't want to get myself in trouble. So
0: Well, you, say just, you didn't want to say it because you are a man. You mean, like, now, nah, now you got to nah, give it to nah, us. Nah, us no,
2: I had a whole thing. I was like, now nah, I'm going to take that back because I'm, I'm going to get myself in trouble. I, I'll just put it this way. It was a, nah, I'm going too far. I'm going to take it back. I'm going to pull it back. Um, wow. But yeah, she, she looks great. Um, I think Becky looks, I think she looks phenomenal too. I like her gear. Um, but you guys say, they're they're Becky's a great wrestler. Y'all y'all are really nice. I appreciate y'all that. You know, I, I'm a fan. I'm a fan of Becky. But when I think of a like great wrestler, I don't put Becky Lynch up in there. I, I can't tell you the last great Becky Lynch match I've seen. And like, look, Trish, she, she looks, she looks phenomenal, right? But, you know, she hasn't been regularly wrestling in a very, very long time. Like, and then they had time. Right, so we if they pulled that match from SummerSlam, they had a couple extra weeks to kind of tighten that match up. There was a couple of spots in there. It just was, and when you talk about an off night, I don't think it was an off night. I think that's the skill level that they have for the match. I don't, I don't mm. know if the two of their and their styles, because I like here's the, I don't think, I don't think Becky. I think we think about the four horsewomen, right? You got mm-hmm. Charlotte, you got, you know, Mercedes. I'm still having a hard time saying Mercedes. We got Mercedes. You got Bailey, who's a super solid, like right. And then there's Becky, like right. And then there's Becky. She, I don't. I just don't think that she can carry somebody in a in a match. And this is me now. I'm not rounding up these matches anymore, right? It's either it's either good or it's not. And I haven't seen many great Becky Lynch matches. For me, that's not that's not who she is. I feel like she's a great character. She's a great personality. And I think that she's most of the time good on the microphone. At least she's very natural. She 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 can get that microphone and she can do her thing, right? Not everyone can do that, but she's just not a great wrestler, y'all. And Is we're he- asking, we're asking Becky to carry, you know, forty three year old Trish. I, I'm 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 a, I'm some years off, baby, because you look beautiful. Now you signed my pop figure back there. Thank you for that. Forty three year old Trish, you go, You she, 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 it's not gonna happen. And the match went on too long, and it it wasn't great. It wasn't an off night because they're not. She's not a great wrestler. She's a fine See, I, wrestler. I, and I a take. Great I actually.
1: I feel the. Oppo- I feel opposite. I can't stand Becky's character at all. But I completely respect how she goes in the ring.
2: Ugh.
1: I can't stand her. the
2: What's your favorite Becky Lynch match? Don't think too hard because you you think she's great. You shouldn't have to think that hard.
1: Well, you said best, so then that's why I have to go back in my memory bank. There's been a lot of matches where I was like, "She went, she okay, completely give me one. went in a room. I can't do it off of the top of my head right she, now."
2: Because no, because she's not a great wrestler.
1: She's fine. No, I, no, I think she's a great. I think she got the Four Horsemen um, title rightfully so. I just don't like her on the mic, and I know people love her on the mic. I can't actually can't stand her on the mic, but she's technically sound. Now, the point that you made of can she carry a match with Trish? Well, we kind of saw what happened last night. Um but I would not I would put Becky up there as one of the the elite female wrestlers as far Ugh. as skill.
2: Hey, she hey, Trish had a hell of a, a chick
0: kick though at the end. What not a really she nice did. kick. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yep, she did. Um I was I was just looking at I pulled up Cage match. Uh they won 11 minutes last night. Uh I I enjoyed Becky and Zoe from a few weeks ago. I also I remember I enjoyed the first Becky and um and Trish? Trish match in Saudi. Yeah. That, that, you know, that was right after that, Mania. Yeah, yeah I, I enjoyed that match. Oh, you're right. Yep, I, 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 I said it, it It felt like a fight. It, it didn't feel like a traditional WWE match, and that I, I enjoyed it. it. It wasn't it. Um, so, of course, I was joking when I, you know, my whole Triple H thing, but what I will say is this. It's time for the feud to be over. We know the cage match will be the blow-off. Mm-hmm. And all eyes will be on Becky Lynch Yep, for the next program that she's in. Yep. And I will leave it at that. Yep.
2: I, I mean, honestly, I'm not ready for Trish to go. Please don't go, Trish. Just keep staying around a little bit longer.
0: Oh, you she ain't got to leave. Ain't, yeah. yeah this, this it, ain't, it, it ain't time. She ain't got no this, thank you This, this few <laughs> just didn't connect
2: like it should have. I think on paper, you look at it on, on paper, this should have been a really good feud. They've given them a lot of time. Um, it's, For whatever reason, hasn't. But please, just sure, stay around a little bit longer.
0: Let me see what I need to see just for a little bit longer.
1: And I love Zoe. Man.
0: Yeah, I'm a big fan of hers.
1: It seemed like she she did this in her previous life.
0: I'm a big fan of hers. It was mm-hmm. good, too. I was telling Rhodesia that uh, when they were in Detroit, they did tryouts. Like, they typically do, you know, the weekends of their big shows. And Zoe, I guess she was going in on some of these college athletes. And she's just like, look, this is not, like, your second option. This is not, well, if this doesn't work, I'll do something else. She's like, if you have that mentality, get out of here. I was like. I like that. I like that. And that's the way it should be. So good for her and bad on us. We went a whole episode and I know it's not wrestling related, but we did not bring up the chair swinging swimmers and all that kind of good stuff from out there down South. And then the new day show up with chairs on raw to represent. So at least we get a chance to bask in that glory. Only the new day, only the new day could get away was talking about move your Are you serious? Go back that. and watch that. Oh it, it was God. one of the highlights of the that. show. One of the highlights of the show. They sitting there just cutting promos with chairs in their hand. Because I, I remember they have had the chairs, but I didn't catch it.
1: Yeah, I, when when <laughs> the first thing that came to my mind after I uh, I was like whoa, and I came back to reality like they really have a chair in their hand. I'm like, <laughs> I wonder if H knew if he was in the know.
0: Everybody has to know.
1: Like, I mean, I mean that, he's, that was a, he's that, a CEO. That was a major thing. He, he, I mean, he might be so wrapped up in work. You know, we hear all the time that they don't watch other federations and stuff like that. Maybe he's just kind of been under a rock and just in the wrestling world for the last week. Uh, but I wonder when they went to him and they said, yeah, we're going to introduce chairs into our, pro- in our promo backstage. <laughs> what was on H's mind?
0: <laughs> if you're a new day, you can get away with doing whatever you want. <laughs> whatever you want. They know the line that they can... So, so shout out to them, man. That, that was that was fantastic. I loved it. What else did you guys like from uh Raw?
1: Let me take a look here.
2: You know, what do you guys I mean, we're the judgment day, they're getting a lot of play on that TV. And I told you I, I didn't want to see, you know, Femme break it off. But I actually I I'm really enjoying where they're going with this thing. Um I didn't think I would actually be interested in, in J D. Mm -hmm. you know Mm -hmm. actually that actual episode kind of made me more interested in him as a character and i actually i and i really enjoy Damian priest and what he's doing his whole demeanor right he seems like he's not he's not he's not that bad of a guy like right he's still kind of a champion for finn but he's like yo dude you're doing a little bit too much you need to you need to come together you need to figure it out like I, i love what they're doing right now in the ring, hey, did you did you guys think they piped in those booze for Dominic? No, you
1: think I those are legit? I think well, those are legit. We, that first well,
0: we, one. Well, we know typically they are legit. We've gotten reports from people who've been there live that, that oh, yeah. say no, it's legit. But last night it sounded a little funky.
2: It it, it, it sound, that sound more it, it didn't sound last natural, night it sounded, sounded a little funky, piped.
0: and it could have just once well, again it could have just been because Winnipeg didn't bring their A game, so they want to make sure that that stays going. But I can see why you said that. It sounded a little funky. Yeah, well, I think the first also,
1: time it wasn't.
2: Hey, we know I'd be interested in knowing, actually, with that being said, because he was definitely reacting to something during the promo.
1: Mm-hmm.
2: Um, so I wonder, was just the crowd not mic'd that well, right? Maybe Winnipeg did bring it, and it just wasn't, it didn't come across like that on television. Because you hear that a lot of times where guys mm-hmm. are calling to different shows to say, oh, no, we were live, we were rowdy. I don't know why it didn't come across on television. So maybe they were louder than we thought. It just wasn't mic'd well. Could be. Yep. I
1: have a couple things from Raw that set out the modern-day Debo, Piper coming oh, yes. as the new women's tag team champion.
0: Absolutely. <laughs> Let's be an air horn for, for Piper being back. The monster Piper. I, I was, I, I was uh, a little disappointed that we didn't get Chelsea's Got Talent for, mm-hmm. like, weeks. I mm-hmm. thought that we, we know she could have ran with that. But when Piper was like, no, I'm the champ. Okay, cool, got it. That means they're, they're they're positioning Piper in a good space. that I don't really think we've seen from her yet on the main roster at all. Not on a
1: main roster, no.
0: Yeah, so this is because she was that I, dropped this whole time. I'm very intrigued with. Yep.
1: Yeah. No. No. That was that's really awesome. And then Chelsea's face of kind of almost like fear. So just to see those two, we've seen like if it's not a true authentic tag team, sometimes the polar opposites work really well together. Um, the other one that I had was, and this is a question for the two of y'all. So, you know, Shinsuke and Seth is feuding right now. At the end, he whispers something to Seth. Wrong answers only. What did Shinsuke say to Seth?
0: Vicky Lynch is a good wrestler. <laughs> Damn it, He took my answer. <laughs> I swear, I was... I swear I was going to say that because you said wrong answers only. Yeah. Uh, you know. so then, uh, yeah. Like, no, he got the cake. He, he, I, I can't, I can't top that because I was going to say, yep. He, he said, Becky Lynch is like the goat. <laughs> and Seth is just like, what? I know she's not. <laughs> oh, oh.
1: Don't do that. Don't do that. Cause you know, he rides for his woman. So don't do that. Don't do that.
0: <laughs> it's jokes, man. I'm joking. I'm joking. I'm joking. I'm serious.
1: Uh, Matthew said um, tribal combat. I said, okay, I like that one. I like that. He one. did say that. <laughs> yeah. And then the one I said that you should have said, talking about Matt, I don't speak English.
0: <laughs> I said that. Says she don't know if it's racist or not. I think now that Shinsuke is a heel, he comes out, let him always talk, say something in English. And then as soon as he's pushed on <laughs> something that he doesn't want to answer or he doesn't like, he just hits him with the, I don't speak English, and walks away. <laughs> I think that is a fantastic heel move. Now, like I said, I don't know if somebody would think about that being racist. I don't think so, because everybody knows Shinsuke can speak English. But just like, what, like how great is that? Like, dude, we know you can speak English. No, you just don't want to talk about it now.
1: <laughs> well, we that's, and I don't know Tozawa, right? Tozawa did it, I think, before. Didn't he? When it was like to run the 24-7 championship. And then all of a sudden, he got some pushback. And he's like, oh, I don't speak English. And he took off running. Probably so. He's always
0: running, though. He's always running. He's, he's a runner. He's a runner. He's a track star.
1: <laughs> um, again, we also have Gunter going in on them, Talking about um, to Ludwig that if your mind wasn't on these girls, keep your mind off these girls and unmatched. I mean, he's going in on them. Um, I'm interested to see how this is going to play out just with, with the – Imperium. Are you guys
0: giving uh, Chad any chance next week?
1: Because it's not the the big date, the history breaking date. I'm correct, right? It's not the big history breaking date. Correct.
0: He's got 30 days or something like that. I'm,
1: I'm going to have to go with no.
0: Nope. Mm-mm. Yep. Probably some shenanigans and hopefully he gets to the point where he gets past that and then he drops it to, to Chad. But, I mean, do we really want Chad to take it right now? Is Chad hot enough? No, we know he's not going to win it next week. So they got another three weeks, a month, who knows how long, to heat him up to where if they do run it back at a PLE, you can make it a big deal. But do you think they can get Chad Gable heated up enough in the next 30 to 45 days to where you say, yep, he is deserving and he's hot enough to take the prestige that – Gunther made that IC title, and it transitions over to him.
1: You always say that this is predetermined and is written, so the answer to that question should have to be yes. He already has some momentum right now over his last couple matches that he's had. So, if you can write this, because this is not real life, we should be able to get him there if that's what they're wanting to do. If they want him to be the new IC champion. Nope. <laughs> <laughs> You know,
2: I was talking to somebody... What was I talking to? I'm not sure. But um, I was talking to someone on Twitter, and they were saying the difference between Vince and Triple H in their booking is that Vince is all about risk, right? You're either going to love it or you're going to hate it. And I felt like in the past decade, I hated most of his risk. Triple H has very safe booking. I don't know if he can... Actually, book to get someone over. I think that people. I think he's really good at booking people who are organically getting over, right? So I think the storylines that he's gonna put him in. I don't know if they're gonna put more shine on a Chad Gable to make him bigger in the fans' eyes. I feel like if if he if he's gonna if he's gonna if if Gable gets over, it's gonna be because you know his matches, his mic work, et cetera. It's going to be something organic. I don't know if he's going to get over enough organically to really have a chance to beat Gunther. Do I think that maybe six months from now Chad can be a bigger star? Absolutely. He's going to keep putting in the work. People are going to respect him. Other people are going to take him more seriously. But I don't think it's going to be by the time that match happens.
0: Wow, that's really interesting. The comment you made about Triple H not being able to book people to get him over because I I think about Gunther. We talked about all the time how he was on outs with Vince. He was not that popular. He was, he was IC champion at the time, but he was not that popular. I think about Rhea. We know what Rhea was up under Vince. I think about Ricochet. I think about Austin theory and yes, Austin theory is cold as ice now, but after he dropped that money in the bank briefcase, he started bubbling much better than the selfie King that he was uh, I think about, I guess maybe Oscar's arguable, but I think about Eo. EO's definitely much bigger. Dakota was much bigger. Um, it's probably a lot. I mean, I think you're right
2: about Austin Theory. I think he put him in. I think he puts people in positions, right? I think he sees something in somebody. He puts them in positions just to see. But okay. I don't. I don't think he's like he doesn't create that character that that puts them over, right? He. I don't think he he puts them. I don't think even the, some like I, that's what I'm thinking. Like you know, the actual creating a character or somebody. I think he puts people in position that they can they can flourish in, and I think he's really great at seeing the potential. Like, hey, if I do these things for this person, um, their challenge going to speak for themselves. Um,
0: yeah. Well, I can see you when you say character. I can see the over the top personality. I can see that. Like you know, Vince was known for. I mean, this is low hanging fruit. Hogan, Cena. Rock, Austin, you know what I'm saying? Like Mm -hmm. the the larger than life, bigger than anything we could ever imagine type of personality. And even when Triple H was running NXT, it was really realistic Mm -hmm. storylines and characters that you wanted to root for or you wanted to boo. And then we tell our stories through old school wrestling storylines. Yeah. Right. You know, even look at Cody. Now, I wonder if Vince was OK. I will say this. I think if Vince was handling the day to day um, storylines and I'm getting nervous angles, just thinking about that I'm... like day to day, like right where he's in Gorilla every single week, they're running meetings. They are writing toward Vince's vision. I think Cody is nowhere near as over as he is right now.
1: You're saying under Vince, Cody would, would not be comparable? Nowhere under... near. Because wow. Cody
0: is a typical white meat babyface. Cody is that babyface from the 80s mm. right now. It has yeah. not worked in wrestling. A very long time. In decades, really. Yeah. And I think if Cody would have come two years before. And I know the whole thing was Vince said, you know, we're buying some networks while we change it. I know he's going through all that. But if you were to put Cody in numerous rematches every week on Raw or every Friday on SmackDown, if you were to put, you know, Cody in illogical stories that make the fans be like, man, I really don't want to cheer this guy. We know Vince has had a problem with booking babyfaces for the majority of the audience. Roman Reigns. Mm -hmm. All the adults, besides the women, booed Roman Reigns. Kids loved him. John Cena. The men booed John Cena. Same thing, right? We can keep going and keep going and keep going, but that was, and it worked. We know it worked. But in terms of just like buying into that person, I think that is not even close. I think that um, Triple H is doing a a better job than Vince would be with Cody. I'll be honest. I think, for once, I think Vince might have actually did right
2: by Cody. I think he had a plan for him because as you just said like Vince went down to the man's house i don't know who he i'm I'm not sure in history who he's actually gone down to their house to sign them right he actually saw potential i think that the type of character that cody is is right in his wheelhouse and i think he would have did right by cody because he he can only do right by with certain characters right and that type of babyface that cody is is something he understands he could have got behind and he kind of he could have collaborated with cody to present that character okay i don't i don't actually think that character is too far off from where he is like i don't think he would have been that much different the storylines may be hit or miss um but i think overall i think i think we we would have gotten a, a similar cody because this version of cody almost is actually very Vince McMahon-like to me. And I'm actually, as a fan, I'm surprised that this the, his, this character's gotten over like he's gotten over. It's, it seems very Vince McMahon to me.
1: I actually feel What'd the you... opposite of both of y'all. I feel that this is more Cody than Vince or Triple H okay. because the difference is Vince had these white hot baby faces or white meat baby faces, I think that's what you said, mm-hmm. that the men didn't like. Men love Cody, too. Mm-hmm. So I'm putting this more on actually Cody than Vince love or Cody. Triple H. So oh, we love him. The, under Vince Utledge, or Tulledge, we men hated John Cena. Men hated Roman Reigns until, of course, Roman Reigns was people wanted to cheer him because he was a bad guy after a while. But they they hated him. They hated those guys. They hated the faces. But Cody, hey, you know what
2: loved. though? I'm sorry to interrupt. I, I like as a as a Cody fan. We can't say that Vince really did a bad job with John Cena because John Cena carried that company for a very, very long time. Like, the men can say they, hate, like, dudes can say they hated him, but most men respected what he was doing. Mm-hmm. And he made that company a lot of money. So I don't want to say that he didn't necessarily do right by John. I think he did awesome by John Cena. And I think John Cena probably was very collaborative in his image with Vince. No, I think that thing, we, we know John
1: Cena was. Th-
2: important but one thing that's different about Cody, i think cody he looks cool like i think his gear is tight like you know john cena with them um, jean shorts and um pu- and them um, what was it the pumas the pump it ups what, what was the one we used to wear back in the day rebox the rebox the rebox yeah, yeah, back in the day man and all that other fake swag he had going on like that doesn't want hit but, you know, you, Cody come out, he looked like a, a thousand bucks, right? Like, one thing guys didn't like, they're like, oh, he looks too clean. He's in the suits, blah, 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 blah. But, you know, they finally shut that noise up. Because, like, the dude's like, man, look, there's nothing wrong with it with looking clean in a three-piece suit. Nothing wrong with it at all, right? His gear is phenomenal. Like, you know, his hair looks like his daddy. I think this Cody just looks cool. and He acts cool. I think Zena Cena, I don't know why I call him Cena sometimes. But John Cena, to me, he looked like a goof. Like in all them jean shorts and them ugly gym. Je- he didn't even have the sweet gym shoes on. He had like them like them Kmart specials back in the day. You know, like off the rack, you know, Target shoes he was wearing. Which
1: you're not going to do. Like he just didn't look cool you know,
2: to John me. Cena. But I think
0: Cody. <laughs> I knew that was coming. He, Cody, Cody looks cool. Hold on. He's
1: on a ladder with Punk right now. Let me get him off the ladder.
0: Hold on. I knew that was coming. You, you said one you said look one too many specimen. bad you said one too many bad Aww. things about John Cena. Look at this I knew specimen. That was coming.
1: Look at this specimen, okay? Not cool. For you listeners, you gotta go to our YouTube channel now to look at this. Look at this but, specimen. But,
0: but that does go back to what I was saying a couple weeks ago about how hey, wrestling and is then now. He got, getting cool. he got black just, shoes on and white
2: socks, man. That, that says all you need to know no, about on, how No, he cool don't have white is. socks. Not on this one. Oh, I thought I saw some white socks <laughs> in that
0: boy. All right. All right.
1: That, that's all a right. paint pillin right there.
0: <laughs> <laughs> Matt played with that thing a little too hard when he was a, he was a kid. We, we need a new one. We need a new one. What else y'all got from Raw? Uh,
1: just... Uh, not, probably not even really to talk about it, but... I did feel a little bit off or I wish it was a little bit more. They tried it, but with, um, Indy wrestling Rhea, of course it probably was already a disaster because she was going against Rhea, but you know, they made a comment that they've known each other for 11 years. They're both from Australia. I just thought maybe there should have been a little bit more and circumstances there, but then saying this out loud right now, I don't know if how and why would they, but again, it was, it was a, a decent match. I just maybe thought because there was more history there between the two of them, that maybe we would have heard more of it. But they tried. They addressed it on commentary, but I just well, thought it was a little bit more.
0: And they gave Indy uh, that really nice video package. Yeah, I forgot about to, that. Yeah, yeah okay. The fan base, which was cool. But it wasn't her night. Anyway, it wasn't about her. Also, wasn't about Becky and Trish either, evidently. You know what? Damn. Wow. What else? What else from Raw? That was it. We didn't talk about it on Sunday. There's some rumors that Friday's match with Edge and Sheamus is going to be Edge's last match. Hmm. This was a rumor months ago when the SmackDown show was announced. Being in Canada, it was talks of, that would be Edge's final match. Because Edge made a comment a while ago that he wanted his last match to be uh, you know, in Canada. And I, I don't know if his contract is up or it's about to be up, but you put two and two together, people really circled that. And then it kind of went away. He comes out and, you know, has the interaction with Sheamus. They set up the match for this Friday, and then his trainer comes out. And his trainer says, I don't have the quote, but he says, I think. This is Edge's last match. Let me see if I can find it. Uh, exactly what he said.
1: While you're looking for it, my commentary around that is I just really hope that he can announce it and get those accolades. Because, wait, is It's is this coming? Is this Friday? Wow. See?
0: And that, but so that, that was going to be my question to you.
1: Yeah, that's unfortunate um,
0: then. For both of you, would you always like to know? When you're watching that person's final match? Or are you okay with not knowing? And then if they lose and you find out later, you're like, okay, well, at least I watched it. What's your thoughts on that?
1: Edge is a bit different because he's already retired once. Uh so in this particular case, I would want to know. And I'm not again, I'm not even an Edge fan, but I would want to know that hey, this is my last time I'm gonna see him on WWE TV. So that I think is important because there's people who are invested in Love Edge. Now, if it was like the Undertaker and how what we thought was special when he left um, his boots in the ring, uh, that was against Roman, I believe, right in Santa Clara. Yep. Yep. Um, that right there, and I cried. I cried like a baby when that happened. I would have been okay with that being his final match. So, you know, not knowing ahead of time, maybe I would have been mad, but I was there in person, so I was able to experience it. Um, so. If it's your last match, it's your first time retiring. <laughs> um, just make make it feel good to me, however you do it. But in this case here, he's already retired and you know, hey, this is going to be my last match. You're already a legacy act. It should be known because it needs to be celebrated.
2: I agree with Rhodesia. I want to kind of know ahead of time. I kind of don't want to be on a, I don't want to say a random smackdown, but I'd like to be on a bigger stage. All i like to see his, maybe his final match at a, at a mania. Um, kind of a maybe I, I don't want to say passing of a torch type of a deal, mm-hmm. maybe passing of a torch type of deal. I'm sure that if this is potentially his last match, and I don't know if that story that they told last week was you know a real story or not, but it, and if it is, I, I would see why he would want Seamus to be his last match. Mm-hmm. Um, but however, for me, um, I like to see I like to know ahead of time so I can get my emotions right. Right. Um, so I can, you know, make sure I got everything right so I can celebrate it myself as a fan. So um, I hope that this is not the last match that we see from Edge, not to Mania.
0: You know, I, I agree. And it doesn't, for me, it doesn't even have to be at WrestleMania. It could be on SmackDown, but promote it as such. Don't have him come out and just cut a promo a week before and then that's it. So here's here's the quote. It's a part-part quote. His trainer's name is Ron Hutchinson. Uh says he believes that Edge will have his final match this week on SmackDown. And Ron says, there's a big thing here. A year ago, Edge had said he was going to retire at the 2023 summer show in Toronto. So I do remember that. So I was right on that. Um, He's known as for 30 years. Ron has. He said, they certainly did not build it up like that. But that was interesting. Where he said, it's probably, it's most likely Edge's last match. Mm -hmm. That's the quote. So I'm hoping that's not the case. Um,
1: and if yeah. that is the case, then I expect to see then on SmackDown, like even the start of the show, maybe not in the very first opening segment, something that's going to lead up to, a, if it's a quick 30 second video package of of a leading up that we know that this, because they haven't told us last SmackDown, that this is going to be his last, ma- his last match. I need to see it more, more than just the actual match, if that is his final match. I need to see more there on the show. We shall see. Mm -hmm. Last episode, we talked about big men. And I don't want to go down the beat on AW again because I'm not going to do that. But it led me to thinking about this question for you, too, and for me, too. Um, And I know you're going to call me out on my ish. But big men in wrestling. Question for you, too. Who is your favorite big man in wrestling and why? Elaborate if you like.
2: When we go first, yeah, go first. All right, so I I don't actually like a lot of big men, but you know what I was thinking of? But you call thought, yourself Big Daddy? Yes, that's a contradiction, right? Well, I like me. I'm talking about other wrestlers.
1: <laughs> Got it. Go ahead.
2: Um, but when I was thinking about big men, I was thinking of like the Andre Giants or like the big shows. It's necessarily tall, but big big guys are also you know girth as well. And so actually, there were quite a few. Um, I would say probably my favorite. I'm gonna give the three because I looked at the list. I enjoyed these three guys. I'll say my favorite guy was Vader. I thought Vader was awesome in WCW, man. Like he just he just brought it. I thought he looked cool. Um, I loved the power bomb. I loved that he was a big dude that can do a moonsault. He had the Vader bomb. I thought he just was phenomenal. My second favorite big man was Bam Bam Bigelow. I used to love Bam Bam Bigelow as a kid. Man, I remember there was a there was a wrestling game. I can't think of which one it was. Maybe Matt, you might remember, but he was in it and he can do the he can do Wheels. and so I used to do the Wheels all the time. He used to do the moonsaw. You know, just this is a big dude that was just so agile. And I thought he looked cool with the tattoos on the head and everything. I thought he just I thought he just was great. And then Yokozuna, Yokozuna had an awesome awesome run. Right, and I I had no idea for years that he wasn't Japanese. I just knew he was a Japanese guy. I didn't know he's part. He's actually part of the bloodline, right? Until I got a little bit older, but I thought he had an awesome run too because he can really go for a big guy. Um, he was like what, like five hundred pounds or whatever it was. But he he mm-hmm. moved very very swiftly for a guy his size. Um, I loved him as a champion. So those were my three guys. Nice,
1: nice, nice your internet went out for me on the last one i think you were talking about yokozuna yoko yep okay <laughs> cool yeah and we found out his actual nationality
2: <laughs> yeah like i thought he
0: was japanese for for years we yeah. all did that's crazy
1: Matt what you got who's your favorite big guy or favorite big guys
0: oh man mine was uh, Sid. Oh yeah, He was good. Yeah, and it wasn't anything about. For one, it was the power bomb, and like any kid loves to do a power bomb. We've all done it with like pillows. If you had one of the wrestling buddies, you've done it. It was just like one of the coolest things. Uh, but like for me, sit and like no, his work doesn't sit. Ain't got no classic matches or like, oh man, you gotta you gotta pop this in and watch. But it, it was everything. It, it was just it was his a personality. It was, it was all of it. it. Like he, he was the man for me. So it, it was, it was that. And if I was talking like work rate and all that kind of stuff, you got to go like take her. I mean, he's one of the best big men mm-hmm. like in the history of, of the business. Um, But it was Sid. Like Sid was my guy.
2: You know, I always thought Sid should have been like a champion, like, right. Like a world champion. Like, I, like, you know, as a kid, i was, I, I never understood why he wasn't, pushed harder, maybe? I don't know mm-hmm. if that's the right word back in the day as a kid. I feel like he sh- he should have went further
0: than he did.
1: Didn't Sid used to come out with a beer, or am I mixing up with somebody?
0: The only person that came out with a beer was either Sandman or Stone Cold.
1: I'm thinking of Sandman then, okay.
0: Oh, I mean, in Beer Money, in uh, Impact. I know you didn't watch yeah. it back then. Mm-hmm. Robert Root. Yep. Mm-hmm. No, not Robert Root. Hey, he and, hey you know, and shout out for Robert Root, too. He was uh, backstage at SummerSlam doing some uh Producing, trials right? for being a producer. Yep, he was shadowing mm-hmm. And Brody's actually give your answer, and I got something that I just saw about Lacey Evans. I got to ask you guys really quick before we head out of here. Um,
1: even though I took him off my Mount Rushmore last week or last episode, it is the Undertaker, um, someone who has such a just one dimensional on paper personality character. I felt like, well, as a dead man, and of course he became an American Badass, but I felt he lived in that moment. He made it him. I mean, even so that he wouldn't go places without being in character. He fully embodied that character. So I absolutely love The Undertaker. One thing I would be remiss to say, and this is not me saying anything about me liking him as a person or disliking him. But I really felt like the times I got to see Braun Strowman work in the ring, like, freely... I was incredibly impressed of how he went in the ring. So I just wanted to drop that there. Um, again, he's not my favorite in any way, shape, or form. But it just when I would see him wrestle, I would be like, "Wow, he's huge!" And to be able to do these things with ease, that is impressive.
0: Well, he's another one too. He, to your point of the larger life stars, Braun probably does better under Vince than he will under Triple H.
2: Mm-hmm.
0: If you, you know, Blank Canvas, we don't know who this guy is. They bring him in. Yeah, Vince can make him larger than life and all that. Triple H to see his work and just like mm, I don't know about that. He <laughs> won't. He wouldn't make it to SummerSlam either.
1: <laughs> Dang.
0: Um, it looks like Lacey Evans maybe either leaving WWE or she's already left. So there was some uh, talk about this yesterday on social media. She changed all of her handles, so I'm guessing her real name, which is Macy Australia estrella that's what it is on instagram limitless macy she switched it on twitter and uh her instagram handle underneath it says world traveler us mc veteran motivational speaker coffee lover slash creative and formerly known as wwe superstar lacey evans Hmm. do you care if lacey is gone from wwe
1: i think that was one that do i care Mm -hmm. Uh, yes, I care because I saw so much potential in her. Uh, one of the first few times I would see her, I'm like, man, she has it to me. Um, she's, she was strong. And then she went off, had a child and came back and looked even better to me. It just, just didn't hit, I guess, probably right person, just not the right time both times around. Um, so yeah, I, I feel a little disappointed that she's leaving because I thought there was just so much more meat on the bones with her, but Everything you just said that she said on Instagram, IG, good for her. Go live your life.
2: (laughs) Yeah, I I was actually a fan of Lacey. Uh, I liked her a lot with her original gimmick, the Southern southern Belle. Uh, I feel like it was kind of downhill a little bit for her once they kind of moved away from that. Unfortunately, you know, it kind of, you know, she... Got pregnant, came back, and she never was able to kind of regain where she was. She had multiple, you know, character right. changes. She did the the Sergeant Slaughter thing, um, that didn't work out. I thought she had a lot of credit, you know. I thought she looked, first of all she's beautiful. Mm-hmm. Um, she can she had a, she can talk. She has a, a presence. Um, we we'll to talk about the inner work, yeah. But I felt there was a lot of potential in her. Um, man, you know. I guess this is why some some women they're hesitant on pausing their their uh, career uh, for family, but kudos to her for doing that. And maybe you know this is gonna be put her in a better position. Maybe she can go to AW, right? They need some more character driven uh, women in in that division. Maybe she can kind of go over there and bring a little pizzazz, maybe some southern flavor if she wants to do that. Because she has a, 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 also a very interesting story. Her. Story of adversity that she came came over, you know, uh, her parents and her childhood, things of that nature, and how she's very, very involved in her children's um, upbringing to bring be a positive role model for them. I think that's that's a story that should be that should be shared and highlighted. So hopefully she, I know she's gonna land on her feet. She's gonna land on her feet. I'll see her. I'll see her somewhere. Maybe an impact. Maybe an impact. She can go there. They need more women there uh, to kind of showcase that division. I'll be watching you, um Macy, whatever your name is,
0: yeah, her last uh Instagram post she just put up says when the clock strikes twelve, you will address me as Macy from here on out, oh, and this jacket is up for grabs, and the jacket is a Lacey Evans jacket that she's wearing uh she's she had some, a lot of she got some
2: poking too in that in, in that Instagram picture,
0: yeah a little booty well. out a little booty out yeah yeah she um she's had some like personal views on some things that puts her like in a off to me so from a professional perspective I thought they could have maybe done something with and they kept doing the start stop gimmick and they kept flipping her a little bit and switching her face heel face heel Um, but if a lot of the stuff that I remember about her some of the things she said and did like outside of wrestling she's probably better off in like NWA and then she can just stay there (laughs) I'll
2: leave it at that
1: I didn't even know about that, so.
2: Yeah, I only knew, I only knew about the the uh, uh,
0: food comment she had made. Yeah, she made a few things.
1: So we should say good riddance then? <laughs> Sorry. Sorry.
0: Sure can. Oh. If you
1: want to. I'm not going to waste my energy to look it up because she's not there anymore, so keep it moving.
0: All right, so uh, it is the Wednesday show. So, E. I'm going to ask you what you what you thought I asked you at the end of last show. <laughs> what are you most looking forward to for this wrestling week? So of course we know Dynamite, they got a week and a half left until All In. I don't think they announced any major matches for Collision. They do. I'm just I'm just forgetting it right now, so my bad, that's on me. Um SmackDown, of course we'll see what the next thing is for LA Night. We'll see if they touch anything with the Bloodline. Um, what are you most looking forward to this week?
2: Um, collision. I want to see Punk go talk about. <laughs> I, I, I want him to throw a, another pipe bomb on Daniels and uh, and Dolph and his little brother. And I want him to talk about. I want him. To, I want him to come in the ring with a whole. I want him to be Santa Claus, right? I want not have to have a whole knapsack. He's dumping in the ring. It's just all the Hangman action figures. I want him to dump it all in the ring, right? Oh, uh, you yeah. want him
1: to triple down on his? Oh yeah, payment. I want
2: him to triple quadruple down on it, right? And then I want to see the 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 arena go black, right? And then it's House of Black, and they just scooping up all the Hangman action figures and scooping them right into the trash can. Like right? that's what I want to see on, on on Saturday. I'm looking forward to it. But well, we not gonna see the bloodline on on uh, on Friday, so uh, yeah, I don't think so. Get used to seeing somebody new on that show. Goddamn
1: it! <laughs> you know, Adam Page almost saved my life one time. Huh? I said, <laughs> I said, Adam Page almost saved my life one time. I was about to fall to my death, and he he's about to catch me. Since then, I knew that I can never turn my back on Adam Hangman Page. Um, for me. What I'm probably looking most forward to.
0: So, so stop. That's that's not how you. Like, <laughs> yeah, all right. I'm like, are you <laughs> going to tell the story? Because or... yeah,
1: like... the story wasn't even that good at all. I just wanted to put that in. So there. that's yeah.
0: why you, you don't bring it up, then. But so... I had to bring it up
1: because <laughs> I'm trying. I'm trying to big up Adam Page.
0: We are at a Ring of Honor show, and uh for some reason, he is just like standing out with i <laughs> <open. laughs> Just don't know why, and I don't even think Grutis knew who like page was at that time I so Jesus we're walking Jesus, so we're walking to our seats and uh he's just like stand up against the wall and there's like uh you know they have the cables running because i think they were taping tv i
1: had my phone. Uh,
0: yeah and um we're walking he's like watch your step there and then she's like, oh thank you and i still don't think she knew who he was so we sit down <laughs> I was like do you know who that was and i think she said no i was like that was a uh, hangman adam page She's like,
1: are you kidding me seriously
0: so now she tells the story that
1: that was fell, him. and he <laughs> grabbed me and saved me and whisked me to safety. Right? Anywho, um, what I'm looking forward to is if it is true, Edge's last match. Uh, may he leave everything out on the ring and have fun with a, a longtime, 20-year friend and Sheamus. So looking forward to that.
0: Mine is uh, to see what Ricky's doing. He talked about last week that uh, he starts his manager license or, you oh, know, right. next week on Collision. I'm very intrigued to see who he has or what he has in store for these next 30 days. So that that is, that is what I'm most looking forward to. But we got a jam-packed weekend. If you guys out there are uh, football fans, I'm sure your team is playing probably Saturday or, or Friday. UFC has a major pay-per-view on Saturday night, Collision. I uh, Went up against a, another heavy competition day last week, and ratings were right around that five hundred thousand mark, I believe, again. So that may be where they kind of sit until the fall's over, because they they've been there now for two weeks.
1: You know what this sounds like to me? What's of that? The Action pack weekend. Me winning a lot of money gambling. Mm-hmm. Let's go.
0: You gonna win your dollar back? That, the, I, I,
1: I might double. I might double it down.
0: You can
1: go $2? I might go
0: $2. Sheet. Oh,
1: okay, okay. I get paid this Sheet. week, too, so I might I might go $2. Hey, slow so down now. <laughs> All
0: right? Hey, look, you're going to win so much money, you're going to pay for these WrestleMania tickets.
1: <laughs> now that $1,500 a pop. $1,500? No,
0: that thank ain't even you. That didn't even cover the damn service charge.
1: <laughs> right. <laughs> exactly. No, thank you.
0: That's, that's insane. All right, y'all, we out of here. That is a wrap. You guys know the deal. We've already plugged everything. We out. See you guys on Sunday. Have a good week.